0: Welcome to the Swike podcast, the only podcast that shares the stuff you didn't know you needed to know about jobs, careers, and life. The Swike podcast, the stuff I wish I knew earlier. Hi everyone and welcome to the Swike Stuff I Wish I Knew Earlier podcast. We're here again with our guest host uh, Frank Abruzzi and we thought we'd have a conversation on networking. So Frank, how are you doing?
1: Uh, doing great today thanks so much for inviting me again looking forward to it
0: my pleasure so uh, I thought this would be an interesting conversation for us to have as uh, networking is a, is a topic of conversation that I often get asked about uh, I, I mean my background is a little bit more introverted and shy and then I had to kind of grow into the skill set of, of networking uh, and I'd love to learn a little bit more about your kind of relationship to networking and what what does what does networking mean for you uh, over the years so so tell us a little bit about, about you and, and networking.
1: Absolutely. So networking, I started doing about midway through my career, and I find that uh, with the digital world, especially the last couple of years that uh, we turned virtual, it's really uh, helped and created some challenges in some ways. I'm really enjoying the back to uh, in-person networking events, and I find that uh, meeting people in person, exchanging business cards, sharing stories has been a lot of fun that I kind of missed in the virtual world. Sounds good.
0: And I wonder if you can take us kind of back in time, like what was kind of the first or like maybe first memorable networking experience that you have and, and how, how did you kind of realize the importance of that, that um, at, at that point? So that the first memorable networking moment, what do you think that was?
1: Well, I've got uh, two non-traditional uh, stories to share with you on networking. One is I'm not a handyman at all and a friend of mine helped, asked me to help him uh, reshingle his roof. And I met another gentleman And at the end of the day, when we had our burger and beverage, he said to me, you seem like a really cool guy. Um, What do you do? So I told him my story and asked for my business card. And about eight years later, he purchased a business. He called our company and he did all his IT with us. So there you go, networking on the roof for a handyman job. You just never know where you're going to meet someone. The other one is here in Windsor, you know, we we love our uh, Spitfires. We have a uh, OHL hockey team. And in the uh, there, they make made um, the Crown Royal Lounge for kind of like the the business side of uh, the uh, fans that go out. So I always ran into this gentleman. Didn't really know if he knew me or not, but I thought, hey, why not connect on LinkedIn? Say hi to him. And you know, and a year went by, two years went by. I I actually counted. I sent out six uh, messages through LinkedIn in two and a half years, and he responded once by saying. I have no idea what your team does, but I know one thing, our teams need to get together. And then he moved his entire IT business to us. He was joking, of course. And to me, that was just thrilling to be able to, you know, network in a personal setting. So it doesn't have to be a very structured, formal network. And I, I kind of wanted to share that with the audience that let's not get caught up in like there's a script and structure. And, you know, there's some of that protocol, but keep your eyes open wherever you're at. You just never know what opportunity is going to run. For sure. I was chatting with someone where uh, we were
0: talking about uh, ABN, always be networking, that sort of thing where you never know. And and it's one of those things in networking where really you never know. So that person that you're having uh, beverages on the, on the roof or whatever, after we shingle the burgers and, and all that, like they could be something. And what I think is important for folks to take away, it's, it might not be now. Like that one was was eight years later and then they they found you. So uh, actually, would you mind kind of delving a little bit more about that? Where is it really just that one happenstance um, occasion? Or did you stay connected over the years, over that eight years? Or or was there just a lot more serendipity to that?
1: With both, uh, we've stayed connected over the years. And, uh, you know, once you build that connection, it's it's up to both parties to to go both ways. So I found um, when we're making that connections and we want to build a relationship, uh, there's effort. So you need to make the effort. The two and a half year one, I made the effort six times. I didn't get discouraged, I didn't give up. They were non-intrusive, you know, how are things going, how's the summer going, happy holidays, hope all's well with you and the family, how's business going in the spring, you know, it's just a a touch point. And marketing, if if you take a look at a lot of different studies, how many times do messages have to get in front of individuals or companies before they actually take you serious, that they uh, get the message, they actually see it. So, again, there's a lot of studies on the different marketing. I think networking is the exact same way. It's unrealistic to walk into a group for the first time, hand out all your business cards, and expect to make connections and make business and quote and go see people. You have to, you have to do some work, and uh, it's going to be a, a bit of challenges, and I would, I would love to hear people's challenges and help them walk through them because we've been through a lot and we still face a lot of challenges and we're helping each other.
0: For sure, in, in in my circles, I know networking gets a little bit of a bad rap, right? It kind of is this kind of sleazy thing where people don't like, and especially if you're uh, on my side of the fence, we're a little bit more introverted and reserved. You don't want anything to do with that. But um, I, I like to rebrand it as like building meaningful connections, where if if you actually take care for the person on the other side, and as a person that. Might be a friend that you haven't yet spent enough time with, <laughs> that sort of thing. <laughs> then, then that uh, that relationship can evolve a little bit more and a little bit more meaningfully versus the kind of like the, the traditional like like sleazy car salesman is like, hey, can buy uh, can I buy you something or can can you buy something from me? I think that is the traditional mindset. But I think people are actually coming to where with with things like LinkedIn and and what have you, um, there are. Networking has evolved over the years, I guess, uh, mm-hmm. tend to, to change Absolutely. a little bit. So um, could you talk a little bit about about some of the evolution for networking on, on, on your side? So uh, has there been kind of changes throughout the years or has there been learnings throughout the years that you've uh, started to internalize and, and, and uh, uh, use more Here. and more?
1: Absolutely. First, your comment on, on the introvert. Uh, I think a lot of us are naturally introverts. I, I know I am myself uh you know, that's that's my nature, that's my upbringing, that's who I was, and then you kind of learn to deal with that. Evolving over network, there's, um, so pre-COVID, let's talk pre-COVID, we had a lot more networking events that uh, came up over the years, more associations, more business, more service organizations that uh, seemed to come out, and it seemed like, um, you know, here, here in Windsor-Essex anyways, they're, you know, from... Monday to Thursday, you could have went to a networking event almost every single afternoon or evening and sometimes breakfast meetings. During uh, COVID, uh, things kind of started a, a little bit uh, virtual and then they evolved to uh, kind of disappearing after a while. If you're about a year into it, there really were no networking events virtually that we were well aware of that were on a regular basis. There were some going on. And what I found, um, you know, I always reflect Boxing Week, kind of take a look at what's happened in the year. And that uh, last week in uh, December of 2020, I made a decision to start a brand new virtual group called Wednesday Wisdom. And we ran it virtually every Wednesday from 11 till noon. And we were getting about 45 people on every week, which is kind of nice. And now we've evolved to going monthly in person again. And, you know, your local chambers are always nice. The Windsor-Essex Chamber is great. Having events, those are Leamington went out, out in the county in Amherstburg. The Chambers uh, have great networking events and I highly recommend, whether you're a member or not, you know, consider being a member, but uh, you can attend the events and that's great networking. Uh, They're usually uh, once a month, the after business ones. I I strongly recommend to do those. Those have uh, restarted again. And I think we're going to find a lot of, uh, if you haven't experienced it yet, a lot of the golf tournaments, the charity drives are are (laughs) happening again. They're running way into September this year. And then the, uh, the galas for a lot of the nonprofit organizations, um, seeing a few. And then I think next year we're going to see that evolve to get back to a lot more charitable galas. And, again, you know, I encourage you to go out to those events. You're supporting a good cause, and you're also meeting a lot of people that you would love to have in your, in your contact list if you don't have them yet.
0: Sounds good. So, so, what I took from that is obviously COVID changed anything that, that was in person, right? And and you were able to uh, set up something, that the Wednesday wisdoms where you, you got a bunch of people together and then continue that uh, post-COVID as well. And, and now, uh, given that well, knock on wood, things continue to <laughs> open up, then there, there's more and more people um, getting out for golf tournaments, charity drives, and what have you. So, it's definitely mm. uh, starting to be back to uh, regular for, for networking. Uh, but for those that are kind of like starting out, right? So, so they start yeah. to understand, yes, networking is important and, and it's something that, uh, well, I haven't really done much of. What would be some of your, your tips for those that are trying to uh, get started in the whole networking world?
1: So the first place I would start is LinkedIn. So if mm. you're not on LinkedIn, anyone that's listening to this podcast, I strongly recommend taking a look at LinkedIn. You, you need to be on LinkedIn to build your professional network today it's probably the best tool there's a lot of great tools but it's probably the best tool for networking right reach out and connect with the people that you know your customers your suppliers your family and friends that are that are in business reach out to them and uh, just connect with them that's the first step secondly is is get out and attend some events in person or if they're virtual attend them when a company is having a, a session a lot of times they're complimentary you can hop on and a lot of times you can see the audience you can private message with the audience. You can take down names and companies and you can add them to your network. So what I would do is, you know, if John Smith was on from ABC Corp, I would connect on LinkedIn. And if they connected with me, I would say, John, nice to meet you virtually. um, I enjoyed the session. Uh, This was one of my takeaways. It was nice to see you on there. What takeaway did you have? So, So I'm gonna kind of circle back to the beginning of our conversation when we're, you know, building the relationships. The key is, there's no selling. So if I reach out to John mm. and say, Hey, I got an IT company, and I got a blue light special, it's going to be expiring at five o'clock today, you got to buy this, nobody wants that. Nobody wants to right. be sold, right? right. So I, I, I find that in networking, a lot of times, we're very anxious to not not just tell our story, but but to sell, there's no selling when you're meeting individuals at the beginning, it's build that relationship first. The, the roofing and the uh, Spitfire scenarios that I shared, those were building relationships. There was no selling mm. ever involved. They're the ones who came and asked, can you help? I bought a business. Can you help? We need a second opinion. So people love to buy from people that they know and trust. Right. People don't like to be sold by people that they know and don't know. <laughs> right. So there's a big difference there. If I can, If you can have a nugget to take away, I would write that one down. People love to buy from people that they trust, right? Think about that. And it takes time to build that trust to build that relationship. So that's my big tip for someone that's just starting out in networking.
0: Yeah, so I, I think what I took away from that is, I mean, you don't have to become kind of like that. A sly, charismatic person that kind of slides in and, and was able to carry on a conversation and 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 wow them with all their experience and stuff. It's really about uh, nurturing that relationship, right? Starting with something, get getting to really build that trust, so that at some point, and and, and it may not be for for eight years in your case <laughs> that, that that's something, and it may not be for forever, right? And and it might be that uh, you can help them or they can help you, because because it, it can go both ways. So it's not necessarily uh, that that they have to be a client uh, to to be sold. Um, it, it could be that well maybe you buy services from them because you realize that they have value to provide. So it's it's a, it's a two-way uh, street in there. So. Um for, for the, for the LinkedIn part, uh, there's all sorts of resources out there where at least start with your profile, get something out there and then learn a little bit, um, and, and get a little bit better, uh, in-person events, uh, or even the the virtual events. I think I like what you mentioned where even in a virtual event, take a note of whoever's there, because one of the, the challenges with virtual events is you don't really get to like exchange the business cards and stuff like that, right? There, there's a speaker, a panel, and then like 50, a hundred, a thousand people in, in, in the, um, in the audience. And, uh, unless you purposely go out and message any one of them, then you, you might not uh, have an opportunity there. Um, but then it goes kind of off the platform or off the meeting session and then building it over time. So building those relationships, I think is, is very helpful. And, And I like to use the analogy of, of farmer farming versus hunting right? Too many people, when they network, they hunt, right? Versus, yeah. well, let's nurture it. Like, give it, give it, some soil, water, fertilizer, and all that sort of stuff. And in eight years, two years, whatever it is, then, oh, here's some fruit, here's some whatever. So Usually not I eight years. That, well, hopefully it, it doesn't take that long, but, but I guess it's really up to the person and how quickly that they can build that, that trust and, 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 right. uh, really demonstrate their values. I think what it ends up being so if folks wanted to, to go about uh, improving their networking. So what are some of the, the lessons that you've learned uh, over the years? So obviously it's building the relationships. Are there other uh, things that, that you would suggest for folks to improve their networking skills
1: as well? Sure, so when we're networking, it's really important to ask the other person for their story and, mm. and to focus on on when they're when they're talking. So actively listening is a challenge. In the virtual world um you know a lot of cameras are not on we see people that are checking their email checking their phone so you know you're in the spotlight you're on camera you know undivided attention to what's going on that'll make a huge difference secondly is um asking them for their business card if you do it in person or in the virtual world you, you can either use the chat Or you can email them if they show their email, but ask for their contact uh, information so you can follow up with them through LinkedIn. And the biggest thing on networking is when you meet people, if you collect business cards, you're collecting these email addresses, connect on LinkedIn and then send a message. Or if they're not on LinkedIn, send an email. It was nice seeing you, nice meeting you at the event last night. I really enjoyed uh, hearing uh, your story about what you do. And then uh, a lot of us like to follow up with a coffee chat or a phone call Mm -hmm. or an in-person meeting. So there's always another step to strengthen the relationship, again, without selling. If they ask, can you tell me what you do or do you think you can help my company? Then you can kind of move into a bit of that, uh, you know, the sales process. But I would wait until that invitation or until you've developed a bit of a rapport. Another part about uh, networking is, you know, there's a number of connections that we have that it will never do business, have never done business, but yet they're big supporters. They'll promote you, they'll uh, give you referrals, they'll mention your name, they'll call you and say, my friend's business needs help, can you please help them? So keep that in mind, just because we're not doing business or just because we did business, doesn't mean it's not gonna happen in the future, you're not gonna get referrals. Networking is all about making that connection and how you can help them and how they can help you. And it's not always, um, you know, a direct transaction. I, I've enjoyed um, been been involved in a lot of different uh, connections that have sent out referrals and opened up a lot of doors that, uh, you know, take a little longer, if you were traditionally. So that's what I would, um, to sum up, I would definitely ask to share the story, listen attentively, and follow up with a message of some sort. Pleasure meeting you and enjoy it and personalize it to show to them that that you do care and that you were listening because that's going to make a huge difference and an impact on that person when they read it.
0: It's a lot of great uh, advice because I, I know a lot of folks who will do networking events and what have you. It's like, well, did you get any contact information? Uh, what? <laughs> what was I supposed to actually do? <laughs> I thought I was just supposed to meet people. So once they get that, then I find it's the follow-up, right? So yes, you met with them, but what about in four months, four years, eight years, like if you are, have a little bit of that persistence, that kind of shows that, Hey, you're actually interesting to me, not just as a transaction, you can actually build that relationship. And then to your point about like the coffee chat. So yes, virtual is great. Um, but being able to speak to someone one-on-one, even if it's through, through zoom or a virtual, um, call or whatever, that is great. And then the, the in-person ones obviously strengthen it a little bit more. And I love what you said about that. The people you network with, it's not necessarily just them. It's, it's the people that, they know, too. So they, they might not buy from you, but they may know plenty of people that do or they might support and promote your your services or whatever it is uh, to their own network. And that, that can be uh, just as valuable as someone who actually uh, buys from you or what have you. So uh, I think that's a lot of Great information. Um, mm, thank you. I love. I love if you chatted about kind of networking in in kind of the the post-COVID world, right? So we're starting to open up. Some are getting back into um, in person. Some are still virtual. So there's kind of a mishmash of everything. What do, What do you What have you been seeing? And and what are uh, maybe some some trends and kind of the future of networking? Have you seen anything else come up now that uh, the world is slightly different now? <laughs>
1: Yeah, it certainly is. I, I think we're going to continue uh, the hybrid model. It's going to be uh, virtual and in-person. There's right. different organizations that are, you know, forcing the workforce to go back to the office so that becomes in-person. Other organizations mm-hmm. uh, like AlphaCar are giving full flexibility on the hybrid. So I, I, I don't really think we're going to go either way in the short term. I think for mm-hmm. the next uh, couple years we're going to continue to see that. Technology's at a point where if you didn't have it two years ago, you definitely embraced it and you've learned how to, how to go virtual, so that's happening. The other pieces that uh, will continue is, you know, joining a business group and joining an association, volunteering on a board or uh, helping out a nonprofit organization. You'll find that when you get involved in these organizations out there, um, it's a feel good, you're making a difference, you're helping, you're supporting a good cause, and you're also meeting a lot of people that have similar philosophies that enjoy helping other people. And what happens when you get a group of people that enjoy helping other people, you tend to help each other. It's just a natural course of networking. And I have found the many boards, associations, the volunteer help that i put on, that has built a beautiful connections that have opened up a lot of doors. And the nice thing is I didn't have to ask, can you introduce me to that person? It just tends to happen naturally. And the conversation, once they get to know you, they know your personality, they know what you're about, and they know how you can help, they will say, hey, you know what? Um, there's a person on the board that uh, that you do know. Let's set up a uh, lunch meeting and make an introduction. And it's very powerful when you have that uh, third party endorsing you. So those connections, uh, don't take them lightly, because mm-hmm. if they're not going to help you today, if you keep that relationship going, you just, just never know what might happen tomorrow. You might end up on a board with them, and then they'll get <laughs> to know you a little bit more from those monthly meetings, for example, and all of a sudden – they'll say, Hey, you know, I've learned something about this person. I really didn't know. And, and I have something here and that I've seen that happen with my own eyes, not just with me, but with some of my peers. So I throw that out there to, to put on that volunteer hat and uh, you'll find, you'll meet a whole different group of people. That will definitely be a great way to network.
0: For sure. And what I took from that is, uh, I mean, with the quote unquote new world, it's, they're still gonna be in person, they're still gonna be online. So all the traditional stuff is there. Uh, I love what you said about volunteering, where in, in my experience, volunteering is probably one of the best forms of networking, right? Because people actually get to see you in action. You're uh, there because you wanna be there, not because you have to be there. And hopefully you're you're getting things done and, and connecting and, and they can see uh, your ability to deliver and uh, they get to know you a little bit more in that context as well. Um, And uh, I also want folks to also think about uh, with evolving technology, there's more platforms. So although we talk about LinkedIn very heavily, there are more uh, out there. So I know there used to be, well, I don't know how big it is now right now, but it's like Clubhouse and like, uh, I don't know, there's a lunch, um, like a lunch one, lunch club uh, is one. And then there's things like i don't know if you've heard of like shaper which is apparently like a, a tinder for professional connecting or something like that where you swipe left and swipe right so there's all these new ones some of them are a little more more like like fads and what have you um but take a look at them because there might be different people and usually the ones that are on there early are the ones that are actually interested in connecting and then other people follow <laughs> because they realize that there's value so take, take a look at uh all those different areas uh a possibility for, for the future of networking and, and trends and things like that. So uh, I think that was a, a great conversation uh, on, on networking to kind of get people's feet wet where it's more than just the transaction. It's really building relationships and, and meaningful connections and things like that. And uh, are there any other kind of words of wisdom or, or, or tips and tricks that you'd want to share with other folks uh, in regards to, to networking and, and developing these relationships? Sure.
1: Besides being an introvert, I I always hear about, uh, well, I'm not sales. I don't need to network or I don't like selling, you know, aggressively. So the secret to sales is none of us like being a salesperson, but yet all of us, every single one of us is in sales professionally and personally. So I had to be sold to come on the podcast to make it worth my time and to provide you some nuggets and you had to sell me to come onto here. And i had and right so we had to sell it to each other if, if you want to use the word sales loosely so again let's not sell when we're networking let's networking let's care about people today more than ever what's happened in the last two and a half years you know i've said it from the beginning when we went into this pandemic you know we did a number of things we set up interactive uh, conversations with me tuesdays and thursday afternoons we did the suddenly remote out of the gate that the chamber adopted uh, that formula. We, we genuinely set up time and energy and resources just to help people. Not on the transaction side of it, just to listen. How do we deal with this? Show people that you're interested, show people that you genuinely care. Bring your passion, bring your personality. That's going to make a huge difference. So those are my parting words. We're all selling all the time, whether we like it or not.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Sounds good. And and I really love what you said about really with networking, there's a person on the other end, right? So if you take the opportunity to, to care for that person and care, it differs depending on the context. But if you actually take a look at, well, that person, how can I help them? How can I build a meaningful connection? How can I um, uh, help them in the future? Then uh, those relationships uh, start to, to blossom <laughs> a, a, a little bit sooner. And, and you'll find that even as an intro, introvert, even someone who's not uh, in sales, that, that you probably like it a little bit better because most people at at some level like other people. right? So uh, I appreciate the, the time and for uh, kind of buying. <laughs> <laughs> into into my um th- uh, my, my 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 sales pitch for for being on the podcast and sharing your insights and uh, thanks thanks so much and hopefully frank we'll have you back on a future episode
1: great always enjoy it thanks for having me on cool.